Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.
Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Glad to hear your voices. This is your call to worship for this third Saturday in June. Today is June the 15th, 2019. We welcome you to our Saturday evening worship service of Refuge from the Storm Church. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall praise his works to another and shall declare his mighty acts. Good afternoon again and welcome to our evening worship service. I bring you greetings on behalf of our pastor, Reverend Dr. Millicent Black, and we welcome you to a ministry of hope, encouragement, and purpose. I hope that you've had a wonderful day thus far, and I'd like to say what better place to be than to be together and worship the Lord on this Saturday evening. Uh, Today, Pastor Millicent sends her love. She will not be with us this afternoon, but she's praying that we have a wonderful service in the Lord. Just remember, the Lord has stored up great blessings for those, those who honor him and those who love him. Our Father does much good for those who come to him for protection, blessing them before the watching world. So again, to our returning listeners and members and new listeners, we say welcome, 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 and thank you for being here. And please join us again right here, same time, next Saturday, and invite another TI or supporter to come with you. Now, today, our ministry team will consist of um, Minister Pamela Williams will deliver our preach word for the hour in pastor's absence, and uh, we always enjoy Minister Pamela. She's with us every third Sunday, so we look forward to her being here. So please pray for her leading up to the the preach word. Amen. And one, uh, my husband, uh, Pastor Terrence, is going to deliver the word today. Uh, we're here together, but he's going to deliver the word. Thank you. Thank you. And God bless. Thank you. Okay. So we look forward to hearing Pastor Terrence uh, this evening. Our worship leader is uh, Elder Carolyn Cunningham. And Elder Carolyn will also uh, lead us in our invitation to giving He will also lead us in our invitation to discipleship. Today, our uh, opening song will be led by Sister Cheryl Miller Harvey. Sister Helena Thompson serves as our talk show manager, and Sister Cheryl Miller Harvey serves as our assistant talk show manager. And uh, they're responsible for all the beautiful, beautiful recorded music that they share with us each and every Saturday evening, so we greatly appreciate them. And also, Sister Cheryl will lead us in our altar prayer this afternoon. A quick reminder about our uh, upcoming weekly events. Please join us this Wednesday evening for our small group Bible study. Uh, And remember, we're studying um, from a new book called Possessing the Gates of the Enemy by Cindy Jacobs. Our subject for this coming Wednesday night will be generals of intercession. That's generals like a military general, generals of intercession. 
So our scheduled start time is 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time. So please join us. It's shaping up to be an absolutely wonderful small group Bible study. And to complement our study, Pastor has put a call out for a corporate fast. So we'll be fasting every Wednesday through the duration of this particular uh, Bible study. So it will complement our small group Bible study. And the study has already begun, so we'll be uh, going through September the 25th. So during this time of uh, fasting and prayer, we'll be seeking God's face uh, for his purpose and his will for our lives. And we're asking you to set aside any food, drink, or any uh, behavior for this particular fasting period to focus on God and, and drawing just closer to him. But we also want to add, Pastor wants to remind you that you're not uh, bound to do a sunrise to sunset fast. Do as the Holy Spirit is, is leading you to. She just asks that you consider joining in with the fast, the time of fasting. And especially if you have medical needs, continue to take your medication. Don't deviate from any of that. Okay, then on every weekday uh, morning, at least on Wednesday, Thursdays, and Fridays, we continue to meet for our uh, weekday morning prayer call led by Pastor Millicent. And our scheduled start time is 6.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 3.30 a.m. Pacific Time. That's our early morning weekday prayer call, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. And also, please don't forget to continue to check out the website. If you can't get to the um, newsletter, always go to the website for reminders of the events and anything else concerning the church. Our monthly prayer focus, as a quick reminder, uh, we're asking everyone to be in agreement that we pray for the leading uh, and discernment of the Holy Spirit in our lives. We're praying for a greater sensitivity to the Holy Spirit, to be able to recognize his move in our lives, uh, to hear and to respond appropriately. Isaiah 11.2 says, And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him the spirit of wisdom, understanding, spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge, and the fear of the Lord. So that's our uh, focus for prayer for this month. Also, uh, just a quick reminder again, as we go through the worship service, uh, please remember to mute your phones to, just to protect the integrity of the service uh, so that the person speaking does not hear a lot of background noise. So we appreciate your uh, response to that. So these are the announcements for the week. I thank you for your attention. A reminder, please check your newsletter and the website at refugefromthestormchurch.org for any reminders concerning anything coming up this, this week. So now let's turn our hearts and our minds to worship as we invite the Holy Spirit to manifest his presence among us and freely flow through our worship service and inhabit our praises as we unite in one accord to worship the Lord. So after Sister Cheryl has come and uh, sung a, a beautiful opening hymn, we will turn the service over to Elder Carolyn. So we ask that you be blessed this worship service.
My faithful father, enduring friend, your tender mercies like a river with no end, it overwhelms me, covers my sin. Each time I come into your presence, I stand in wonder once again. Your grace still amazes me. Your love is a mystery. Each day I fall on my knees Cause your grace, it amazes me Oh, patient Savior You make me whole you are the author and the healer of my soul. What can I give you, Lord? What can I say? I know there's no way to repay you, only to offer you. My praise for your grace still amazes me. Your love is still a mystery. Each day I fall on my knees because your grace still amazes me. Your grace still amazes me. Your love is a mystery. Each day I fall on my knees cause your grace Still amazes me. It's deeper, it's wider, it's stronger, it's higher, it's deeper, it's wider, it's stronger. It's higher than anything my eyes can see. For your grace still amazes me. Your love is still a mystery. Each day, 
I fall on my knees. Cause your grace still amazes me. Oh, your grace still amazes me. beautiful praise and worship song. The scripture selected today is taken from the book of Romans, chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. Since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have obtained access to this grace in which we stand, and we boast in our hope of sharing the glory of God. And not only that, but we also boast in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not disappoint us because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. Dear Lord, Help us to trust you as we endure our struggles. Let us pray a song of praise from Canticle 13 from the Book of Common Prayer. Glory to you, Lord God, of our fathers. You are worthy of praise. Glory to you. Glory to you for the radiance of your holy name. We will praise you and highly exalt you forever. Glory to you in the splendor of your temple, on the throne of your majesty. Glory to you. Glory to you. Seated between the cherubim, we will praise you and highly exalt you forever. Glory to you, beholding the depths in the high vault of heaven. Glory to you. Glory to you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We will praise you and highly exalt you forever. Amen, amen, and amen. Now let us listen to... uh, Amen. Let us listen to a praise and worship song, which will be followed by the altar prayer, and Sister Cheryl will offer the altar prayer today. Yeah. 
Heavenly Father, we just come before you. We thank you, O God, for your abundant grace towards us. That you are a father and we are your children. And we take this time, this moment, this afternoon and this evening to come and sing praises to your holy name, to worship you, to magnify you, and just give you thanks and praise for all that you've done, for all that you are in our lives. And, oh, Heavenly Father, though our struggles may be many, 
We thank you, oh God, for the peace that you place upon our hearts and that we are able to endure all things simply because we are yours and you are ours. And we are resting in all of the sacrifice, all of what Jesus Christ has done for us in the awesome Christ that he paid on the cross on Calvary for the remission of our sin. We thank you, O oh God, that your precious son, Jesus Christ, seated at your right hand. He stands in intercession for all of us. Thank you, Jesus, for all that you are and all that you do on our behalf. Thank you that we are placed in your loving hands, oh God, that we are there for all eternity, that nothing that man does on the face of this earth, you have said, can remove us from your hand, from your love. I thank you that your banner over us is love, oh God, and that we are able to endure simply because we belong to you. Heavenly Father, I just lift up refuge from the storm church. And all the different parts, oh God, we all play a role within the body of Christ, the willing to do your good pleasure. I lift up the church and all that this ministry stands to offer, oh God. I pray that doors would be open in the name of Jesus. That refuge from the storm church would stand as a beacon of light that shines brighter than ever before each day moving forward more and more, not only into the knowledge of who you are, but in also increasing in grace and strength. Father, I thank you that this church has taken on the responsibility and the ability to not only teach the gospel, but preach the gospel. So I pray for this ministry. I pray for this church, that you would cover this church, oh God, Cover and keep this ministry that will always be that beacon of hope, always the light in the darkness. Heavenly Father, I lift up Pastor Millicent and I pray for her protection, oh God. I pray for her steadfastness that you would just keep her, oh God, keep her in all that all the ways that she is able to move forward, oh God. I pray for her continual healing and restoration of her body father in jesus name i pray that nothing oh god will be left undone that you have given her to do father i pray blessings and just speak blessing over her life and the life of her family father i also lift up every member that is listening tonight every listener i pray oh god that our eyes would be open to see you in a newer way, in a more brighter way, oh God. I pray that our ears would be open to hear what thus says the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, that your word would fall on good soil, on good ground, that it may be seeded and grow, producing fruit in all of its abundance, oh God. And that that fruit that's produced for your kingdom, O oh God, would also be the same fruit that is provided as refuge for others, as sustenance, 
your bread, O oh God, your wine in us, producing the fruit that we need, Father, to move forward. Heavenly Father, I lift up the speaker tonight. I just pray, oh God, and thank you for uh, the Williams. I just pray for them as a couple, as a family. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just speak blessings over their life. I pray that you would protect their going out, their coming in. Father, that what, what is offered to us in word and scripture, oh God, would move forward with power and might. Always prepared, always ministered by the Holy Spirit. And thank you for this precious word. Heavenly Father, I also lift up the TI community, those who are suffering at the hands of others, oh God, suffering so much hard, so much, so much that just comes at one individual from so many. But yet, oh God, you have said in your word that you have given us righteousness, you've given us peace, and you've given us joy in the Holy Ghost. So, oh, Lord, as we maneuver through all that comes at us each day, Father, may we look to you. May we keep our eyes on you. Oh, God, may you cause us to just move forward closer to you, oh, God, in Jesus' name. Protect our going out and our coming in. I pray for those within the community who have yet to know you, oh, God, who have yet to know the salvation, the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. I pray that hearts, oh God, would be open and receive such this wonderful gift, this precious gift, oh God, of salvation and eternal life. Father, I pray that no one in this TI community goes anywhere, oh God, without knowing you first. Father, I pray for protection of every person that suffers unjust Hi. Did we lose her? It sounds like, like it. Yeah. Did something happen to the Okay. Uh, I'm going to read the uh, invitation uh, to giving. Oh. I apologize for the interference that we're having, and I assure you, dear listeners, that it is uh, not due to anything that we are doing, but it's outside uh, outside interference. I'm going to continue. Uh, to all worshipers, this is your invitation to giving. Our church, Refuge from the Storm, provides refuge from targeting by tending to the spiritual needs of those of us who are targeted. But we are also similar to other organizations in the targeted community in that we have financial needs to accomplish our goals. So for those listeners who are able, 
we'd like you to consider making a financial contribution. You can do it in any way you'd like and in any amount. We welcome one-time donations as well as weekly, monthly, quarterly, or annual contributions. To make your contribution, please contact either the pastor, Millicent Black, Reverend Black, by email at mgrace321 at gmail.com or Sister Gloria, Gloria, our administrative assistant at refugefromstorm at AOL. Or now you can go to our website and make a contribution at refugefromthestorm.org. Thank you. Now, in preparation for our weekly message, let us listen to a praise and worship song. After it, you will hear Minister Terrence Wilson, and he is the husband of Minister Pam Wilson, whom you've heard uh, before. So we would look forward to hearing from Minister Wilson today, Minister Terrence Wilson today. Thank you. Good evening. Um, I wasn't sure whether you were going to play the song. Should we just, should we just start the music? Oh, yes. We're, we're supposed to have a, a praise and worship song. Okay. Uh, well, we don't have to. Do you have it? Is it okay? We'll, 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 we'll see. Let, let's wait. Let's okay, let's go ahead and start, and uh, maybe you can play it afterwards. Is that Okay. 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 So, good evening, everyone, and it's my um, pleasure to introduce Pastor Terrence Wilson. He's my husband, and he has a good work for you tonight, and um, I will just uh, turn it over to him now, and I appreciate him to do this tonight. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Good evening, everybody. Thank you, honey, for introducing me, bringing me forth. I thank you in the name of Jesus. I humbly submit myself to the will of the Holy Spirit right now. And I thank everybody out there. Can you hear me before I get started? Can you hear? Yeah, I can hear. I can too. Uh, Today's message, my wife put this together as we worked on this. We're talking about in the latter days, we're talking about dreams and visions from God. Dreams and visions from God. And this is, I'm going to start out in Joel 2. And when I started in chapter 2, Joel 2, we're talking about God pouring out his spirit in the last days. And we know about that. So we're talking about dreams and visions from God. Joel 2, God will pour out his spirit in the last days. I know that's a pretty common scripture in Joel 2. And let me go ahead and get started with this. And it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, Sons and daughters shall prophesy, old men shall dream dreams, young men shall see visions, and also my men servants and my maid servants. I will pour out my spirit in these days, in those days, and I will show wonders in the heavens and the earth, blood and fire and pillar of smoke. The sun will be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great coming of the great and great and awesome day of the Lord, and it shall come to pass that whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. From Mount Zion and Jerusalem shall be delivered 
as the Lord has said, remnants, which is the Lord. Now, this is a vision that Joel had in Joel about the One of the visions, the dreams. Now, those are describing context with the dream of vision, but this was a vision that we believe Joel received, and it was written in the book of two, that the great and coming of the day of the Lord. Now, many of us, before we were sinners, when we were yet sinners, Christ died for us, for our sins. And God, we called the one day we gave our right hand of fellowship, and we heard the call of the Lord to us directly, a personal invitation that Jesus extended to every Christian, that whosoever call upon me shall be saved. And we called upon him, and the Lord received us as his own. Now, let me go down to Jeremiah uh, 33, prophet Jeremiah in the Old Testament, as Joel is in the Old Testament. More so, the word of the Lord came to jo- Jeremiah in the second time while he was still shut up in the courts and prisons, saying, Thus saith the Lord, who has made it. The Lord has formed and established the land, the Lord his name. Call to me, and I will answer you, and I will show you great and mighty things that you do not know. Now, we know that the Bible talks about Jesus speaking in um, parables and in, in the enigma. And a lot of times the secrets are revealed not to the wicked, but to the righteous. Jesus said, I pray to you blind eyes of the wicked, but open and reveal these things to the righteous, that they may understand the will of God and be fulfilled the will of God for their lives. Now, we start in Joel 2, God said, the part of the Spirit in the lion's face, Jeremiah, the prophet, seeing great things. And God says, call upon me, cry out to me in your distress, your anguish, whatever you're going to, and I will show you great and mighty things, and I will do great wonders. I will do great wonders. Now, let's go on to Job 33, 16 to 17. God speaks through dreams, and he gives us signs. For God, spoke to me, for God may speak in one way or in another, yet men does not perceive it. And in dreams and in visions at night while we're asleep, falling upon men, while we slumber in our bed, he has opened up our ears and sealed these instructions. God can, I've had many dreams, and God has brought it to pass many times. I've had dreams, not all the time, but many times, I've had dreams, and I'll go back to Joel 2 and say, I will pour out dreams and visions and pour out my spirit. That's the outpouring of the Holy Ghost on us in the last days. Amen. All right, and if you go back into the Old Testament, go further back into Genesis chapter 41, verse 25 to 27, it talks about a young man that was a teenager, was sold by envy, jealousy, and strife and hatred from his own family. Now, before I say this, Joseph said to Pharaoh, now before we speak about Joseph, everybody know that he went from, uh, from prison to prime minister. Amen. And that is a wonder. Only God can do certain things because ordinarily there was no other prime minister outside of being Egyptian in Egypt. You had to be really. So God made an exception and took what Joseph lost and gave him double for his trouble. What the devil meant for his bad, God worked it out for his good. I don't know who I'm talking to, but whatever God worked out for your bad, he can turn it around and he can work it out for your good. Amen. When they threw him in prison, it didn't stop the dreams. When he was locked up and confined, he got favor. The Bible tells us, even in Genesis, that Joseph got favor not only with Pharaoh, but with the jailer, even in the jailer. 
And when he was in Potiphar's house, even though he was accused of rape and he did not do no such thing, God gave him favor even with Potiphar, chief steward to the Pharaoh. Now, let me read this in Genesis chapter 41 and 25-27. And then Joseph said to Pharaoh, the dream of Pharaohs are one and the same. And God has revealed to Pharaoh what he is about to do. The seven good cows are seven years, and the seven heads of grain are the seven years, in which are the same dream. The seven lean, ugly cows are afterward with the seven years. There are also worthless heads of grain scorched by the east wind for those years of famine. And what God sometimes will use animals, he'll use trees, he'll use the sign, the moon, the stars, sometimes as signs of what he is about to do. But a lot of times, if you look at the dream that Pharaoh had, Joseph interpreted it was two dreams. Now, when Pharaoh asked, told him about the first dream, he never mentioned that he had a second dream. And so Joseph was being in the spirit was upon him. The flesh poured the Holy Spirit was on him. When he interpreted the first dream, he said, Pharaoh, may I speak again? Did you have a second dream? And he was astonished that he would ask him because Pharaoh had never uttered those words out of his mouth. So Joseph not only interpreted the first dream, but he interpreted the second dream. And so when you have the same dream back to back like that, that is me. God is showing a sign that he is surely going to bring it to pass. Anytime you have a dream, a repeated dream, that means it's very soon to come to pass. Okay? And so now we talk about Mary and Joseph, the mother of the earthly parents of Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 1, verse 20 to 23. We talked about Mary and Joseph. Now, we know that Mary said to, to uh, Gabriel, be it unto me according to thy spirit. Am I to be the handmaiden of the Lord? Yes, you are, because the outpouring of the spirit in Joel 2, God said to his mate and manservants. So that means Mary and Joseph was already in the plan back in Joel 2. Amen. And so now watch this. Well, he said, consider this. Now, Joseph had a dream before he met Mary. You and I know that. We know the story of the birth of Christ. Mary was impregnated by the Holy Spirit. But he knew that this was going to be a very serious crisis because she could have been stoned for um, fornication, but she wasn't married. And Joseph did not want her to be made an example. So Joseph was confused, and he didn't know what to do. And then he came in a dream. The Lord said to Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to watch this. In uh, Matthew chapter 1, verse 20 and 23, but after he considered these things, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. But she gave, well, now watch this right now. Now, here right now, now that just doesn't happen. That just does not happen. A woman becomes pregnant, but what God had reminded Joseph What's being done here has nothing to do with you. You're just a player in this. But the Holy Spirit is going to come and overtake you, and he will be called the son of the highest in Isaiah, and his name will be called Wonderful, Wonderful Counselor, Excellent Father. And you notice that David and, Mary and Joseph themselves came out of the lineage of King David, the tribe of, of Judah. Amen. Now watch this. Okay. And then watch this. Now, the last part of the half, as she gave birth to the son, and you were giving to him, you were given a name called Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. 
Now, all this took place to fulfill which the Lord had said through the prophet in uh, 23. Now, the virgin conceived and gave birth to a son, and they called him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Let the church say amen. God is with us. All right. Now, watch this. Now, as Jesus was born, we know that Pharaoh had put a hitman out to kill Jesus because he sent them to kill every child and those two years, every male child, two years and under, it was an order, a decree to kill every child. You remember that scripture says, uh, Rachel weeping for her child because she was no more. But what happened was with the Holy Spirit, amen, he came into the plane and watch this. God told Joseph and Mary to flee into Egypt and stay there and remain there until the ones that sought to kill in a dream. He woke up one night, and they were plotting to surround the city. And God went ahead of them, and he sent the Holy Spirit, the angel of the Lord came before him in a dream, and he said, flee where you are and stay in Egypt until I bring you word that the ones that pursue the child will be dead. And that was two years that Jesus and Mary lived in Egypt. And when they got the word, King Herod was killed, struck down in all his sins by God because God crushed the wind out of his body. He took the wind, the Bible say, out of his body, and he died right there on the floor. Amen. Now, let me go to Joel, I mean, I'll go to Daniel chapter 2. And what it seems impossible with man is not impossible with God. Amen. And one thing I'm going to tell you something, when God gives you dreams and visions, I strongly urge you, like my wife does all the time, Write them down. If you know that's of the Lord, and said, Lord, give me confirmation to make sure that I hurt you, because we know the devil can see us deceiving dreams, deceptive dreams. But we know if God be all, Philippians 4.13 said, if God be for us, who could be against us? Amen. Now watch this. This is my last uh, reference right here, and that's in Second Daniel chapter 46. Huh? Okay. Second Daniel chapter 46. Now, we're talking about Daniel, the seer, a man with an excellent spirit, okay? And we know that Daniel was sent off into captivity with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Now, Daniel was probably about four years older than Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So when Daniel was captured by the Babylonians and Judah was in captivity, okay, when Judah was in captivity, King Nebuchadnezzar subdued the king of Judah and Jerusalem. And Daniel was one of the ones who was captured also. So what, what Nebuchadnezzar did, he had decided rather than to kill them, let's take them into slavery. But the ones that were educated, he wanted to bring them into courts because his empire was so vast that he didn't have enough men to oversee his providences. So let's go to Daniel chapter 2 and number 40 and 46. Now, Nebuchadnezzar had two dreams, and all the soothsayers at that time, that would be psychics, all the, um, all the psychics and all the ones, his witch doctors, all the ones that were able to interpret certain things. Now, one thing about psychics, they can interpret certain things because the gifts are given without repentance. It's, are you using them for the Lord or are you using them for a prophet, for yourself? But let me tell you about Daniel. The reason why he was, he was a man with an excellent spirit is because he used it to glorify God and not himself. Amen. And so what he did 
Nebuchadnezzar put a, a decree out to kill all the soothsayers, astrologers, and all of the ones that, and, and the Chaldeans, which was in his courts. These were the chief of the wise men. That's what the Bible called them. They thought they were the chief of the wise men. So now Nebuchadnezzar could not find one person that could interpret his dream. So Daniel finds about this decree, and so he gets an audience with Nebuchadnezzar. And Nebuchadnezzar said, I'll kill all these hundreds of false prophets and soothsayers and teachers if I don't find somebody to interpret my dreams. Because he had put out, and he said that he was firm on his decision. But lo and behold, God looked down and even saved the soothsayers and the Chaldeans. He saved them from being executed by King Nebuchadnezzar. So now the, the captain to Nebuchadnezzar, he gets Daniel an audience, and he says, I can interpret the dream if you give me one day to pray over this and fast. Daniel prays, and then the next day he has an audience with King Nebuchadnezzar. He goes in, and Nebuchadnezzar tells him the dreams that he had. It was about the things are to come, to come in the future up until this day, the ten, the ten kingdoms, that one, one kingdom fall, one rise, one fall, one rise, Rome, and that, that included the great kingdoms of them days like Egypt would rise and fall, Rome, Mesopotamia, all these different kingdoms that rise and they will fall, and then the last one will rise again a second time. That is a revived Roman Empire in the latter days. And so here is what King Nebuchadnezzar, he is so astonished at the wisdom that God had given him. So what he did when he heard this, what he did, in Second, in, uh, second Daniel chapter 46, King Nebuchadnezzar fall on his face prostrated before Daniel and commanded that they present him with an offering and incense to him. And the king answered Daniel and said, Truly your God is the God of gods and the Lord of kings and the revealer of secrets since you reveal this secret to me. And the king promoted Daniel and gave him many gifts and made him ruler over the providence of Babylon, the chief administrator over all the wise men of, of Babylon. And Daniel petitioned the king that he would set Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego over the provinces of Babylon. That's all I had to say to you. Let the church say amen. And uh, now, what was the one you want to show me on? Eight and three. Oh, yeah. okay. I was just showing Okay, okay, you want to, okay, hold on one thing, I think my wife got one. I just wanted to add um, Romans 8.31, because parents said the scripture has died before us, who's going to be against us. Okay, all right, 8.31. Okay. Romans 8.31. Right, okay. And, um, okay. Okay, what shall we say these things? If God be for us, who could be against us? Amen. 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 So today Amen. we're talking dreams and visions from God. I appreciate the time. God bless you. Thank you, my wife. I want to. I want to um, add something too, and I just want to. I think dreams are important too, and I've heard people preach about them, and I thought that it's just a really good topic right now because I was somewhere recently, and they were telling us to look for God in everything, and uh, it was at a Bible study actually. They said look for God in everything, and so even our dreams. And typically, I don't remember a lot of dreams, but but I had one recently. I'm not going to say what it is, but it was crystal clear. So many little details. 
And when a dream is like that, there's something special about that. Can you hear me still? Yeah. There's something about to remember details on dreams because I write them down because usually if you let too much time pass after you wake up, you're going to forget them. I don't know what, what it is, but when you first wake up, um, I was even taught by one church that I went to to keep a paper and pencil next to your bed because um, God will often talk to you in dreams. Now, people, there's certain theologians that will agree with that and God won't do it, but I can't even tell you the number of things that dreamed um, my husband and myself. Later on, that thing either happened or something very similar to it happened. Um, and God is giving us sometimes warnings, sometimes um, blessings, sometimes wisdom, knowledge. I just don't take, I don't leave anything uh, for granted when it comes to hearing from God. I use every tool available, and I've said this before, tongues, listening to dreams, interpretations, um, somebody speaks into my life now. Not in everybody, I believe, that speaks into my life, um, I will receive it. However, that's why we have the Holy Spirit, so we can ask and we can confirm um, what he says. But I think dreams are extremely important. And I think that, uh, it, it, like the Bible says in these last days, God is going to have all kinds of miraculous ways to continue to, to connect with us and, and help us navigate this world because there's so, so much information, so many different voices and, and just things. We try to turn off a lot of it. We really don't watch a lot of secular television. We watch some, but movies mostly. But because there's so much stuff on social media, we don't really engage in that that much. Garbage. Because garbage. We, it's just, it, you can just completely get inundated and then miss the voice of God. So um, I just thought that, that it was important to talk about the value of dreams and throughout the Bible how many times God has spoken to people in dreams and how even the, um, I mean, just so many people, like he was saying, Joseph, he would have not known what to do with the mother of God had he not heard in a dream that it was, it was a good thing to, to take her as a spouse and for him to leave and uh, protect Jesus and so many other things. But you had some dreams recently. Too. Yeah, I, I've had some dreams, and they have come to pass uh, about certain things. And uh, I don't want to go into detail because there's some of them good and some of them about the latter days and stuff like that. Um, I, you know, I, I say something. I, I can remember vividly um, I was going for a job. This was many years ago. And I remember I was going to go and apply for that job. And when I, the guy told me to come by and see him with the application, this was many years ago. And I found out when I went to sleep that night, I prayed about it. And in my dream, I heard a voice said, do not go near that place. I didn't know what was going on. And I found out later it was some shady stuff was going on. I found out later. I never went back to that place. I just went there to get an application. Never went back there. And it was some illegal things probably was going on there. And I didn't know that about it. So I just was looking for a job. And the Lord told me to avoid that place with all haste. And I took heed. Uh, and, you know, when God gives you dreams, sometimes there are warnings. Uh, when, I, when I moved here to Georgia, uh, I had a dream that I was going to move and leave where I was. And I heard the, uh, the dream, in my dream, I heard a voice saying to go to Georgia and your life will, begin, will continue there. And when I came here, you know, it was kind of, I was kind of uncertain where do I go, what I do. But God gave me reassurance that I was in the right place and that this is what he wanted me to be. I had no idea that he had me in mind for ministry at that time because I wasn't even thinking about the ministry. 
but I'm so glad that he called me and I answered. Did so he I tell you anything about a, a, a little lady that you well, he, didn't tell about this, he did tell me about this 21-year-old woman I would meet and I would fall in love with wanted to get married. He did tell me about a 21-year-old woman who happened to be my wife today. She's 21 and never yeah, gets older. <laughs> but I want to let you all hear one thing before we close because it really blessed me. And I, don't, I think I may have played this before, and I'm sorry. If you guys have heard it, Please forgive me, but it's such a blessing to me that uh, I'm going to play something. Hold on a second. Let me see if I can find it. If I can't, I'll just do it another time. Okay, I'm going to play. Yes, this is, this is, this is something. And I want to play this one little short snippet. This is one of my favorite things that my husband has preached before, and it just talks about how much God is with us and um, how he's never left us ever. And let me just... But you know, now they got to deal with all... God don't do that. He, just, he may not answer you at that moment, but you are not alone. So I'm trying to encourage you today, my brother. And then I'm one of a solitude with God. And sometimes it's the best thing to stop, look, and listen to little fight for your Blind see and the death here. 
and blessed is he is not offended of me. And sometimes it's hard. And he was just saying, even though it's hard, don't lose heart, don't get offended, because he's talking to us. And so we have to take those moments, those dreams, and all of the things that he gives us to continue to navigate this crazy experience. And it's very, it's very arduous at times. But we, have, we need every tool. Don't leave anything. Don't leave any opportunity to hear from God um, undone. Just listen for the small things, even a little child. And one more thing before I close. I know we're getting long-winded here. But I was in a, um, some store, and this little, there was this lady in there. And I just felt led in the spirit to come up to her and talk to her. So I started asking her, like, was she a Christian? She said, well, not really. You know, I'm kind of. I believe in God. I sort of believe in Jesus. I'm not sure if I put a title on it. And then I said, you know, you should ask God where, what he wants you to do as far as relating to him right now. And are you really a Christian? She said, she looked at me. She said, I can't believe you said that. I said, what do you mean? She said, a little five-year-old kid came up to me yet two days ago or something in a mall. She said, I'm just walking along my mall, mall by myself or with her husband or something. She said, this little kid was with his mom and dad. He broke away from his mom and came running over to her and said, you should ask God what he wants you to do right now. She said, I can't even believe that you even said that to me because this little five-year-old boy, and so you can't, a little kid couldn't just fake his way to, to say that. Something compelled that little five-year-old child to say, I mean, to, to come up to her and say it, then me to say it a few days later. So that was just saying that God will find every opportunity. And so she just almost started crying in the store because God will talk to you in those ways. So look for those things. And, uh, and I also want to say thank you all for giving me the opportunity. I appreciate my wife for writing the service, putting it together, preparing everything. Because I think I would be a, a wreck without her or keeping us organized, especially going to the ministry. My wife is a great partner, a great help in the ministry. And thank every one of you all doing a great work for the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you all. Amen. Minister uh, Pam and Minister Terrence, can yes, you stay after
thank all of you who are worshiping with us today on the phone or on the internet. We invite you to discipleship and offer a prayer of salvation. We pray that you've received all the blessings that God has given you during this service. Remember, Jesus loves you. He's in the healing business for those who are lonely, brokenhearted, or at the end of their rope. Here are some steps to take on the road to salvation. Admit you're a sinner, be willing to repent or turn from sin, believe that Jesus Christ died for you and rose again, invite Jesus into your heart to be your Lord and Savior. Pray this prayer. Dear God, I know I'm a sinner, I am not where I want to be, and I want your forgiveness. I believe that Jesus died on the cross to pay for my sin, to pay the price for my sins. 
Please wash me clean from all sin, shame, and guilt. Come Come into my life, Jesus, to be my Lord and Savior. I ask this in your name. Amen. Unite with Refuge from Storm Church or Bible-based church in your local community. Start reading the Bible. Is someone trying to say something? Email us at mgrace321 at gmail.com. Become a member or for prayer or for suggestions on how to start your journey through the Bible. We urge you to read a daily devotional to get the most inspiration from God during Bible reading. Here are some suggestions for devotionals. Here, first, there are some free ones, and they are our own Refuge from Storm newsletter published weekly. Other free online devotionals are OurDailyBread.org and Touch.org, RaceFox.com, PastorRick.org, and JoelOlstein.com. For purchase, some good devotional books are UpperRoom.com. You can order uh, free print devotionals as well. And two good ones are OurDailyBread.org and InTouch.org. Now let us listen to our closing praise and worship song, which will be followed by final remarks and the benediction. Your grace and mercy draw me I'm living this moment because of you. Thank you for saving 
a sinner like me. all of you who have come to worship with us today at Refuge from Storm Church. We pray that you have been spiritually nourished and nurtured by the worship service through scripture, the prayers, the praise songs, and the message which ministers Terrence and Pam delivered to us today, and we thank them again. We hope that all of you who are on the call Return next Saturday to worship with us. We also thank 
all of the ministry team members who contributed to the service today. That includes Sister Gloria, who introduces the service and who produces our lovely and highly informative newsletter, which also serves as the church's written guide to spiritual matters. Also, Sister Helena, many thanks to who manages the talk show board, along with Sister Cheryl. Well, we thank uh, Sister Cheryl for that beautiful song and for the altar prayer. If you would like to pray with us during the week, this summer we are meeting on a conference call on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at uh, 6.30 a.m. Eastern Time, 5.30 a.m. Central Time, and 3.30 a.m. Pacific Time. Bible study meets on Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, and 5 p.m. Pacific. Whereas uh, Sister Gloria mentioned earlier in the service, we are studying from the book Possessing the Gates of the Enemy, a training manual for militant intercession by Cindy Jacobs. The focus is on intercessory prayer. To complement the study, we're also suggesting corporate fasting from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. or, uh, if you so choose, 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. The suggestion is only for those whose health permits it. Sister Pam and and um, her husband, uh, Brother Terrence, volunteered today to stay after the service uh, for anyone who has prayer requests. We will turn off the recording after the service, and, and then we will have uh, offer prayer for anyone who requests it. Now, if our hearts are clear, let us pray the benediction. Grant, we beseech thee, Lord, and Almighty God, that the words which we have heard this day with our outward ears may through thy grace, be so grafted inwardly in our hearts that they may bring forth in us the fruit of good, living to the honor and praise of thy name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. 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 For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.